God bless you, and welcome back to Yesterday Ended. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thank you all for joining me again today. Thanks to all my faithful listeners. I am blessed to see a community of followers growing with each episode. The growing number of downloads show me I must be doing something right, because you all keep coming back. So please pray for inspiration and guidance for me, that I may continue to uplift the name of Jesus and proclaim his healing power. Have you ever found yourself going in circles? Have you ever had problems with not moving forward in the things of your life? Now it's summertime and people are going on vacation. So what is your favorite vacation destination? Without deciding upon a destination, you can get in your car ready to go, but you won't get far not knowing where you're going. Where are you going in your life? If you don't have a set destination, it makes for a possibly confused and less enjoyable journey. Don't get me wrong, the journey is the jewel, but without a destination, things just don't shine too brightly. A destination gives purpose to your motion. Today's episode will help you figure out how to focus on your destination. Give a listen. God has for a long time been leading me towards expanding my vision of my life. In words and revelations I have received, he has challenged me to accept his vision of me. Several divine appointments have recently and repeatedly pointed me towards how important it is to have vision in your life. We must have a goal, an aspiration that moves us forward, otherwise we will stagnate. The old saying is that if you're not growing, you're dying. It may seem a bit harsh, but what are the alternatives to growth? In today's episode, I explore the benefits of my hope, my goal, my vision. In front of me every day, it keeps me straight along the way. So strong hope and passion will stay is my hope, my goal, my vision. Held today in your mind's eye, an image of hope not to die, held tightly so your feet can fly, is your hope, your goal, your vision. Seen from above, not below, the small goals we have must grow, bringing a harvest that will show what is our hope, our goal, our vision. Imagination is key, bringing fire to what will be, making real what I cannot see is my hope my goal, my vision. It must be carved in a rock, written in steadfast faith, not chalk. Passion to do it will unlock my hope, my goal, my vision. God has a few goals for us. His intent is that we live a more than abundant life. He has predestinated us to be conformed to the image of his son, according to Romans 8.29. His will is that all men be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. So what hope, what goal, what vision do you have of your life? What do you see in your life? And what is the destination? I know we all are looking forward to the hope of the return of Christ and being with the Father and Jesus in the new heaven and earth. But there may be a few years before that happens. And whether it's one year or ten or more, there's still work to be done. So what is the vision of your life? My vision is to live as an artisan. I am a word worker and a woodworker. 
I have written and published two books, both available on Amazon, my shameless plug for the day. As you know, I write poetry, and I am working on a novel and have other book ideas outlined and partially written. I have been sculpting wood for many years now. I have sold a couple large pieces for thousands of dollars, and I've shown in a couple of galleries. I have my art Facebook page, DMD Artisan Woodwork, and an old website that desperately needs to be redone, dmdartisan.com. Please pray for that. All this has come about because I had a desire, a goal, a vision for my life. Many years ago, when I was 18 years old, I was mopping the floor at McDonald's one day, and my life flashed before my eyes. I will not live like this in my future. I will have more than a menial job. I considered the things I enjoyed that moment, which were writing, movies, and acting. I'd been in drama class my three years in high school, and according to my teacher, I'd done well. So as I considered all these things in that moment, the thought came to me that I should pursue writing and directing movies. And so that vision of my life led me to study writing and video production at my first college in Kansas. But once I had finished all the production classes there, I realized I either needed to move to Los Angeles or New York to pursue my vision of writing and directing movies. I thought about a New York winter and quickly moved to Los Angeles. After a year gaining residency, I enrolled at the University of Southern California, where I endeavored to get into their famous film school. After a number of semesters not gaining admission to that school, I considered another major that I could graduate with. But then I pondered the reality of my situation. A producer wouldn't want to see a diploma. They would want to see a screenplay. And therefore, I left school and began writing screenplays. And I have several of them in my closet. I did work briefly in making commercials. I helped with set building and I was production assistant. But then the harsh realities of life surrounded me about getting into the film industry. Unfortunately, I did not have a strong enough will and vision at that time to continue pursuing that line of work. I let the realities of life kill my dreams. You have to pay rent. You have to pay your bills. You have to be realistic about where you are. And so it is with so many of us that we give up on a dream. Fortunately, my life has blossomed wonderfully and the Lord has brought me into many blessings. Though my first vision for my life did not come about, the new vision of living as an artisan is flourishing. My writing education and skills have not gone to waste. Remember, I have books on Amazon.com available for purchase, and I have been able to sell some of my artwork. Once I decided on a different path, I made up my mind concerning going in that new direction, and then I followed it with passion. So what is your passion? What delights you and won't let you rest until you have pursued it? I have been an artist all my life. Even when I was young, I drew and painted. When I was very young, I began a comic book idea. When I was about 12, I began writing poetry. I have been pursuing my artwork by taking classes and reading books and visiting galleries to understand the marketplace and where my artwork might fit in. So what are you pursuing? Are you learning about your passion? Are you investing and growing in your passion? And what are you doing to feed that passion? 
What is the image in your mind of your best life? Yeah, this will involve some daydreaming, and this will involve some imagination, and that's all good. Some people's goals and visions may be simpler than others. Not everyone desires to be in front of others. Like being a CEO isn't for everyone. Owning your own business isn't for everyone. But as Christians, we are all called to an office in the body of Christ. In the body of Christ, there are many different offices. Some are more visible than others, but all are worthy endeavors. We are all called to help one another grow and walk like Jesus. God is speaking to you about his vision that he would like to share with you and empower you to live. Are you listening? When God called Abraham to be the father of many nations, he eventually gave him two visual images to consider. God told him his children would be as the stars of the sky and the sand of the sea. Pretty amazing mind picture. What pictures do you have around your house? Do you have a vision board? All things start with a small seed, but then it begins to grow and leaves appear and then the fruit. So what will the fruit of your life look like? And do you have any pictures of that type of fruit in your house or on your vision board? If you want a new car, do you have a picture of it somewhere around that you can look at and remember your goal? The clearer we can be with our vision of our life, the clearer the answer will be. Try taking a photograph with a camera that doesn't have autofocus. You need to use the focus ring to make it clear. You will never get good results without focus. What will help you focus on the vision of your life? For many years, I have felt a nudge from God to become more active in my poetry writing and its presentation. I procrastinated for some time. Back in October 2017, I attended a Graham Cook conference entitled Expectation. It was a three-day event beginning on a Friday. As the program began the first night, I moved to the front of the auditorium at the center of the stage for worship. I love to feel the music. The next morning, I was at the same place, front and center of the stage for worship. That morning, I noticed the lights casting my shadow on the stage in two places. I had noticed it the night before also. On Saturday afternoon, they had a worship time, and again I was front and center, and again my shadow was cast upon the stage. It happened again on Saturday night, and the image of my shadow kept staring at me, for lack of a better explanation. And so again on Sunday morning, I stood front and center to worship, and again I saw my shadow. I have leaned against the stage at other events and never had my shadow on the stage staring at me. But at this event, it was relentless. I couldn't get my mind off the fact that my shadow was on the stage. Finally, Sunday morning, I asked, what's up with this? And to my surprise and reproof, the Lord responded, I'm going to put you on stage and you need to overcome the unbelief of the ministry that I've called you to. So what has God called you to? And are you aligning your life with his vision? So back to the issue that God has been nudging me to do something with my poetry. I began to consider doing a video blog. I started to make some PowerPoint presentations of my poems with a variety of images that depicted the poem. But you can imagine that's very labor-intensive 
and not always possible to depict certain things and images that are spoken with many words. I got through a few, but then came the consideration of just being on camera myself. And then I totally chickened out because at that time, my teeth were not in the best shape and I was self-conscious. That delayed me approximately three years. But as I spoke to my nephew, John, one day, he simply said, why not do a podcast? And that removed all my excuses. Thanks, John. That was last October, and on January 1st, 2021, I posted my first podcast. Back on November 25th, 2018, I created a poster for myself. In the center of the poster are the words, right now. It is a play on words. It isn't R-I-G-H-T now. It is W-R-I-T-E now. My meaning is, in this moment, as in right now, I am to pick up a pen or sit at the keyboard and write now. Also on the poster is Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. I have this posted in my living room and on the screen of my second monitor of my computer. It is a daily reminder of my hope my goal, my vision. The first phrase of Proverbs 23.7 tells us, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So what are you doing to help yourself think of what your life should become? What images fuel your thoughts? I love making lists. I even have a list of lists in my notes app on my phone. Recently I wrote down some priority goals that are concerned with things around my house, like spring cleaning and also accomplishing projects in my art and writing. The simple act of writing down a goal or a vision begins to make it concrete. I have a page of desires written down as a prayer list. I have a vision board on the back of my door in my bedroom with photographs of things I desire in my life. Be it a photograph or a paragraph, We need to keep our vision in front of us. By doing so, we can walk with clarity in the right direction to obtain our hope, our goal, our vision. Clarity is the opposite of confusion. Circles of confusion is a phrase used in photography to depict the amount of focus or non-focus in a camera lens. Today's episode was designed to help you remove confusion from your life and come into the focus of your hope, your goal, your vision. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a hope and a future. Our lives as children of the Almighty God are not to be ones of mere existence. We have hope and we have a future that the Father wants to share in, a future that is as bright as the promises of God. Take some time with the Father today and ask Him to show you a vision, His vision of your life. 
He is already at work moving you into that vision. Don't be afraid to pursue your dreams. Don't be afraid. It's never too late. God is with you to make it happen.